The Up With The Bonnets podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Unicorn Cleaning Services. They offer a range of facilities from domestic and commercial cleaning, which includes lets and Airbnb, and also offer ironing and laundry services. You can find a link to their website in our Facebook and Twitter bios. You can also reach them by visiting their Facebook page, or you can contact them by visiting their website, unicorncleaningservices.co.uk. Coming up on this week's episode, we'll go over Friday's defeat away at Morton. We'll look ahead at the games against Inverness and Partick. We'll also talk about the time Paul decided to dye some white skinny jeans purple for a Claxon's gig. And we'll end it as ever with the D Archive, with a special mention from John Robertson. Hello and welcome to episode 55 of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. I'm your host, I'm Phil DeCald, I'm Daniel Smith. And with me... As always, it's my co-host, Paul Gray. All right, Danny, how are you feeling? You okay? Oh, utter, miserable, shite, everything. I've got the man, I've got the man flu, mate. I knew you were about to say that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Seems yeah. everybody's got it just now, except me. Excellent. <laughs> Proper it, man. It, it, it's absolutely, but it's the alcohol that you put down you, but it just kills anything, so... Mm-hmm. And you're not at risk if there was an apocalypse happening or like the zombie apocalypse. You're fine. Uh, well, unless it wipes out the beer, then yeah, yeah. I'll be screwed. <laughs> or if somebody lit a match near you and it <laughs> just up in flames. Be me that causes apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm feeling absolutely dire, mate. Absolutely dire. I feel, like be fine. I feel like I've been like a trooper even dragging myself on to do this podcast. I'm the one putting the back on the hand. Mate, you'll be fine. Hot toddy, couple of paracetamols, bed, sorted. <sighs> Driving the one, so no hot toddy. Pap. Exactly. A pap that wants to keep his job and his licence. Unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> so, Paul, listen, what are we up to this week anyway? Before we even go into football, because the football is... I was dire. So what, what have you been up to? What's happened in the week of a life of Paul Gray? Tell me. Absolutely nothing. Fantastic. Just sitting here absolutely sweating about starting my new job. Honestly, I'm absolutely sweating. Like <laughs> You'll be fine. I'm so nervous. Eh? I was expecting like something like, I'll be doing this, that, hobbies. No, I've done all that. I've done that for the last four months. I'm, like, I've painted all the walls. I've done all that. Like fed up it now. I'm like, I want to get back back into work, but I'm shitting myself at the same time. Four months to paint other walls. How many walls have you got? Well, I would paint a wall and then just have a couple of cans and then a couple of days down the line, do another wall. Get a second coat. (laughs) Just so I could have beers. Absolute cowboy. (laughs) Definitely. I'm good at it, though. I'm generally good at it. Did re-wallpaper in it as well. It was brilliant. <laughs> well, my week has been eventful work-wise, um, but um, I have been looking for new music to listen to recently. I've been trying to branch out from listening to old classics like Blur and everything, and I'm trying to find new bands. Just Give go into my just go into my Twitter feed, mate. But, yeah. Some of the names put us off, like Alt Sock. 
a band, a band called Al Sock. That's what's kind of, that's kind of music you listen to. So, but below the, the radar music. Yeah, yeah. As soon as they become popular, you hate them. Like, yeah, exactly, mate. You've just summed up like high school in a yeah. nutshell. You start despising everything they became. Yeah. A bit like Whenever a band get big, I would just be like, nah, shite. Kim what band kind of went like that? Kings of Leon. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Absolutely excellent. And then became big. They had that song, Sex on Fire. And ever oh. since then, it's, yeah. Stinking. Bastards. I was one of the first guys in my uh, school to listen to Kings of Leon, actually. Yeah, so I, uh, I, I witnessed them playing the Barrowlands, uh, supporting The View. No, it was King Tuts, actually. Oh, the King Tuts. Oh, sorry about that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was always like that. Or the other way about, a band would come out and it'd be like, oh, they're absolutely shite. And then about a year down the line, they're like my favourite band. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Um, there's a few that I've picked up on. I think how you heard them, the Sherlock's and the, is it Lathams? Lathams? Lathams or Lathams? Uh, I'm not keen on them. You know, I just heard a few songs. I thought, oh, give me a wee blast this week. Just think, are oh, they bands sing like that? Their singers are, oh, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, but I'm liking the fact that we're getting bands back that have got the in the first name. Yeah, that's like, cool. Remember like the early 2000s, every indie band was the. Every band. Yeah, it wasn't just editors, the editors. Can you know what I mean? The Hives. The Hives. The ex- Strokes. Yes, The Hives, an excellent band. Supporting Arthur Monkeys in the summer, I'm going, can't wait. Oh, oh, nice, nice. Just going to see them and then leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No big fan of the, the Monkeys. The new Monkeys album's pish. <laughs> yeah, it's... <sighs> and they'll just fill the set with that, and I'm not really, not really into it. Nah, obviously I'm going to stay for that. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Of course you will. Can't wait. Can't wait. Well, you've got the monkeys in the hives. I like James and Razor. Like, <laughs> I like James though. And Razor's shite. This is where I think you're a bit of a tough when it comes to music. Yeah, if I don't like it, it's crap. Yeah, it's Sorry beneath you. It's beneath you. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. <laughs> I love this. <sighs> Just speaking about music. There was a couple other bands of actual style listening to I was going to mention to you, but I don't care. I think they've been getting played on Radio One, so I think that might be at your one likely uh, the, the, the past the enemy stage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm a Radio Six kind of guy. <laughs> once your musical, once your musical taste matures, BBC Radio Six comes a calling. <laughs> You're the type of boy that I think would listen to a radio station that's called like like Radio Six Extra, but it's X-T-R-A, you know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A little, little, little bit alternative about it. We alt about it. God, I'm getting absolutely sweating here, like, because it's absolutely correct. I feel like I'm grilling you a wee bit. I know. You like how that quirkiness, don't you, though, eh? Love it. Aye, well. <laughs> well, we kind of keep speaking about music for this podcast, unfortunately, so we're going to have to dive into the game. Oh, do we have to? Let's do it. I haven't got much to say about it, to be honest. I do. Um, but um, if uh, the listeners will obviously know that, we absolutely shot it under the lights at Capolo on Friday night. It was an awful display. Never got going. Actually, to tell you, we did kind of get going in the first half. Um, it took a while. Martin could have been a good few goals up by the time we did get going. But all around, it was a performance 
that you expected from Morton. We've spoke about the way they've played on this podcast for a while. It's what you'd expect from them, and it worked. And they were they deserved the win, in my eyes. My four eyes, Paul, that I'm wearing. You always slag us for wearing glasses on the pod. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see what tabs are on your laptop this time. <laughs> I, can't, I, don't, I genuinely can't believe I might say this, but credit where credit's due. And Dougie Emery needs to be given that credit for the way that he's set up his team to effectively mm-hmm. win that game. Um, I mean, they basically set up to just get on top of Dundee right from yeah. the word go. I mean, look at the first first minute in the first half, the first minute in the second half, boom, right on yeah. top of us. And it was just, I mean, they were quickest out of the traps. They were there to clearly like unsettle us, stop us from getting control of the game, you know, getting any sort of rhythm, trying to dictate the tempo. So, I mean, mm. in short, they bullied us all over the park. And exactly like what you said, Dundee shot it. Yeah. Simple as that. I seen somebody post a comment saying that Morton dragged us down to their level, which I thought, well, no, really. They set out a game plan and it worked. I did. I've done, done that every game and won. You would not hear me complaining at all. And see, the thing is, see, like, we might touch on it a bit. I mean, like, the Cove game, it wasn't really working in the first half. A couple of changes, second half, we won the game in the first 10 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. But then... Boyer does his wee half-time subby. It was like Morton were already set up and waiting for it and like one, you've just fallen right in our trap. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Venus fly trap. I think I think teams know that Dundee are going to make an abundance of substitutes. I've um, went back and counted every single substitute we've made. So 36 <laughs> competitive games under Boyer. And 75. Higher. What? Higher. 100. Higher. Fuck off. That might just want me to tell you. Go. We've made, in 36 games, 158 substitutes. What? That is, that's quite frightening for me because that's... I mean, that's I know... That's wild. I know that's wild. Second, I know we're second in the league. We're two points behind Queen's Park. We've got a game in hand, but... It, it's always been a bugbear for me for day one. We boyer we substitutions because I feel like we don't really have a settled team. Whenever I've, I've, it's a case of we don't start out well, makes loads of subbies, or we start out well, we think we've won the match, makes loads of subbies, getting boys on the pitch. Um, you know, because they say we're two or three nil up, I'll just fling out them boys on the pitch, keep them a wee run out and all that. But it's like, can we not just like keep a good squad together? A good life? I mean, you, you want to see boys given a chance all the time, but... If we're needing the ball to be good consistency and all that, especially because the start of the year, I'm going to go into that as well, mm-hmm. that's something we've not got compared to the way we ended the year. So we really need to do something to start churning out wins here and dropping and changing. And didn't get us wrong, we're working that some of these have been our forced substitutions. We boys getting injured <clears throat> and head knocks or going into extra time because I think there was one game, there was um, seven substitutions mm-hmm. made. I think that might have been... Is that another St. Martin game? Airdrie, I think, was it Airdrie, maybe Airdrie yeah. here? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like seven there, the, we've never, uh, the lowest we've went is three substitutions in a game. I've, I've not went lower than that. Is that, do you think that's hindering Dundee? Yeah, that's absolutely wild. Mm-hmm. What was it, 158 odd? Eight, 158. In 36? Yep. That's absolutely bonkers. That to me suggests that 
doesn't know the doesn't know the right team mm-hmm. to to beat that opposition. I mean, it's that old saying, "Horses for courses." Do you yeah. know what I mean? But I mean, but we should still have a settled team. But this is the thing: like in the commentary, McFadden kept going on about Dundee's squad, the size of the squad, um, the quality of the squad. I mean, that's great. But if you didn't play as a team, it means mm-hmm. fuck all. And it's, mate, I I'm absolutely that's bonkers. I've been meaning to do this for the past few pods, and I keep forgetting. But it's incredible. As I also had to postpone this pod by about 10 minutes to record tonight because I was waiting on a parcel, I thought, you know what, I've got a spare 10 minutes, let's give us a count. And I'm like, fucking hell. Like, to me, that, that, a lot of fans have picked up on the amount of substitutions we make. And so I, I, I didn't feel it's just me that thinks that he's overdoing it. No, I mean, I think we've all noticed that definitely, but I didn't realise it was on that kind of scale. Yeah. That's, that's, I don't even know what that is. That's just yeah. <sighs> what. I, I mean, I, I've said a couple of weeks ago that the amount of times he's changed the game, lobbed on three boys at a time, four boys at a time, or whatever, and um, it's no stuck. It's only mm-hmm. few and far between that has stuck. Queens Park, Cove, mm-hmm. um, Partick at half time. That kind of kick started do a movement in the the first half of the season as well. <clears throat> Over a period of thirty six games. Um, I can only pick out four, maybe five games that the substitutes have changed it. It doesn't look good. No, it doesn't <laughs> look good. That's just taking a gamble by yeah. the sound of things. That's what that is. Yeah. And then they get me wrong. I'm not sitting here like saying this is the, the end of the world and I can get them out. It's kind of stuff like that. I'm not like, trying to act like I'm overreacting. I still think, like I said last week, Morton's going to be a tough game. So on Saturday morning, I was over that defeat because I was like, expected something like that to happen if it was going to happen. We're going to get mm. beat to them a stubborn Morton team. So I still believe like doing the line, we will have enough to go up. But at the same time, I can't get these amount of substitutions out of my head. I, I wish I'd actually never brought it up. Because <laughs> I, I, I was sitting here coming on, yeah, let's have a wee giggle and all this kind of stuff. Now I'm absolutely fucking raging. Yeah. Like, that, that's, yeah, like I said earlier, we've all noticed it. But not on that scale. That's yeah. just that is unbelievable. I don't. Is he giving giving boys run out to to see if they're worth it again? I, I, I just I don't know. <laughs> that just sounds to me, like I said earlier, that just sounds like he's gambling. Mm-hmm. He's just absolutely gambling. Yeah, chucking boys on for the sake of it. Um, John Mills must hoping, be tearing. What? So John Mills must be tearing at his hair with all these appearance fees. That are probably like a bonus on their contracts. Yeah, <laughs> For probably. Fuck's sake, what are you doing? Keep him off. <laughs> or boys that may have they've got to reach so many games and they get an extension of a year on it. Like, yeah. stop putting them on. Yeah. Might, might speak about that later. But yeah, that's, that is absolutely wild, mate. I'm just. I just thought I'd fling that out there. There's no alternative or that that I'm trying to do here. Just purely highlighting. Yeah, that we've made 158 substitutions. I've. Because I've never seen a Dundee manager make so many. No, nah, I mean obviously I... they're allowed to make what? What is it? Are they still allowed to do the like the five subbies and that? And five, then there's like yeah. a concussion subby if you want mm. and stuff. But but just because it's there doesn't mean you have to use it. Exactly. If you know what I mean, eh? It's it's wild. I mean, you, you want a subby to come on and actually make a difference, but mm. like you says, you're absolutely bang on. Many times have the subbies came on and actually made a difference. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it's actually been detrimental. It's, you know, scuppered them. You know what I mean? Yeah. All the wrong substitutions being made. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just thought I'd fling out, you know, just so... I thought, you know what, we're going to speak about getting beat against Morton. I'll put that out there to you and make you depressed a little bit more. No, it's fine. It's totally fine. See, the thing is, see, like, to be fair to Boyer, he's no shy in taking boys off if they're not performing, though. I will say well, that about him. Yeah, there's that. That, that I have noticed that. I've, Even main yeah. players like like McMullen has been hooked a couple of times because mm-hmm. he's no been like his crosses haven't been coming off and whatever. But I mean, but there's been other subbies that he's made, and you're just like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, the, the, the one against Morton, taking off Jakubiak at half time. I, I, I genuinely do not understand that. Don't I understand thought, that at all. I thought we were all set to see Jakubiak and Robertson together. Yeah. Considering the way they played against Cove. You thought, well, here we go. Let's, let's um, fair enough, Robertson was on the bench. Still didn't think he's much fit. But if you get them back on together, let's keep the momentum going. And what happened the way they linked up the previous game, mm-hmm. that didn't happen. So, <clears throat> in a way, it feels like you're one step forward and two steps back. We, yeah, that's with the selections and the the substitutions. Madness. They mm-hmm. call it madness. That's <laughs> I, I, I can't believe that. Like, bloody hell, Danny! You've just thrown a curveball there. I, yeah. Absolutely, wow. Well, wow. there's there's something there for the the fans to, to ponder. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll go back and we'll speak about the modern game. Obviously, took an early lead. And that was it. A loop at header into the goal. It looked... It was a shite goal to give away. It was a shite goal? Yeah. But I mean, like it says, they were, from the first whistle, oh, yeah. boom. They were more up for it, fighting for every ball, closing down our players, forcing us into mistakes. And it was it was evident from the word go. And that goal just kind of... I mean, I know... We do have the best defence in the league, statistically. You know, goals against, I think we're on 27. The nearest us is on about 32, 34, something like that. But that was a horrible goal to concede. Um, Ashcroft going for the ball. I don't know what Sweeney was playing at. And then Fisher leaves his post. And you've seen Lexton's when the the ball, when the goal went in, Lexton's was right to Fisher going, that's your, you were meant to be on that post. Mm -hmm. And if Fisher had stayed there, he would have fucking Joe Rawley that into orbit. Yeah. I mean, that's that's an experience. That's a learning curve for the boy, young lad. You know what I mean? But it was just a, it was a poor, poor goal. Poor goal. But then they could have went and got a second, like yeah. virtually straight after. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Oh, mate. It just... <sighs> they looked good coming forward. And it was it was done there. For me, it was... They made great strides doing the, 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 the width of the park. And... Were struggling and the balls they were putting in were just low and hard half of the time mm-hmm. and were struggling to, to deal with it. Um, okay, yeah, I think I was what to say. It was just frustrating, absolutely frustrating to, to I mean, watch. It was, and that, that's the thing. I mean, I know a lot of people have got disheartened and stuff, but like, what is that? Two, two defeats in 15? Is it something like that? I think it's more than that. Yeah, I was looking at our record before, so nine games before the January, before the end of the year. So we'd had seven wins on the trot. Mm. Before that, we had two draws. So it was seven wins, two draws. And this year, in the first nine games, we have a grand total of three wins, 
two draws and four defeats. Now, two of them are in cups, but I've counted cups. So, you know, we did count cups in the running as well. See, when the papers were saying like nine games undefeated. And yeah. So we'll have, we'll, it's the, the form since the start of the new year has been totally, up and down. yeah, I mean, down than up mm, <laughs> compared mm. to what we had. <clears throat> and uh, that's how I wasn't surprised when we got beat on Friday. Purely because of that. If we were on the same run we were on, uh, and the lead into New Year, I would have thought we'd have got at least a minimum a point. See, the thing is, like, I, I'm not be funny, but we're up against Martin. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, this, I, I draw, nah, sorry, we need to be beating teams like that. We need mm. to be beating teams like them, Arbroath, Cove, you know, these teams that are below it. It's just, yeah. I mean, it's something, I'd, I'm sure I'd, I'd be looking at something ridiculous, like against Arbroath, Cove, Morton and who else is that? Hamilton. We've dropped like something about 17 points or something mm-hmm. from yeah. these games against those teams. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, I'm sorry, that's not good enough. Like, isn't it? Isn't it? <clears throat> if we'd taken half those points, we'd be clear. We'd be yeah. clear. The Don Perry Young would be on ice, ready to learn <laughs> to go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, that, that, I mean, it sounds like we're I'm pure hitting the panic button and having a right proper go. I'm not, I just, these are, teams, these, these are teams that we should be beating, and it's it, honestly, it's like it's like neither, it's like none of the teams want to win this fucking league. <laughs> yeah, I think every team. I know Queens Park are still at the top, but they have their results have been a little bit indifferent to what mm-hmm. they were before the loss Sigmund Murray. Also, um, I think sometimes it's kind of harsh when I'm looking at like when they, when you include Morton in with like Hamilton. Uh, well, I, am. And, and I know, I know why. Um, what I but it's like it seems harsh because they've kind of had their card for the every game they've played us this season, and then they've eventually got the the win. Like we've failed to score against them mm-hmm. in three attempts, and Mad. each time we've came up against them, we've been frustrated by them. They've they've done a great job at that, and but we've no been able to see that coming. If you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. we get we get another bite of the cherry later on to hopefully make it. Um, Hopefully, no make it four games uh, without uh, a point against them. But can I go through a season without beating <clears throat> them? Like, come on! I know. But like you say, credit to Emery with all the shoestring budget he's on and what he's done. And he, like you say, he had us. He had the kids on on <clears> Friday. <throat> um, but that's not to say we never had chances to to get back into this match. We did in the first half. The second half, there, there was fucking no chances. There was none. Like, there was none. There was shite. So there was no even point. We, we can just say second half we. Pitch. We failed to even make them break out into a sweat. I think they hit the crossbar or the post in the first minute. Or so, and in the first minute, it. yeah. Um, first, the whistle straight out. They hit the bar, and then Langston's makes a brilliant save. I mean, yeah. He didn't know much about. It, he just got his body in the way. But that's what a keeper does. And again, that was right at the first minute. Yeah, and it was just basically like it was like a great big fuck you to Dundee. It was like we're going to win this. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll see it again. They shot it. Yeah, they looked like Morton looked like a team that knew they were winning that match in the second half. But listen, we'll, we'll speak about the chance, some of the chances we had in the, the first half. Most notable was uh, Lyle Cameron's chance. <sighs> uh, you know what? They, when you see it, you're like, oh, he should be putting that away. Again, he's done so much for us this season in, this, in that short time. 
that you didn't want to lay into, and we're not going to. But the, you do see the replay, and the keeper gets the weirdest touch of the, the ball. The keeper gets his big toe on it, mate. But you still feel that he should have enough in his arsenal to direct that ball into the net. Again, it's a young player in that position. It's just maybe, and you know what, he's done a lot. He's looked like head and shoulders. He has been head and shoulders above everybody, um, basically this season. So you can kind of grant him that one. You only get in one Lyle. Um, mm-hmm. No, in, but fo- in, in football in terms, not yeah, as in, yeah, in football in terms. Yeah. So. <laughs> God, you're coming out with the cliches now. Jeez, I don't even mean it either. I'm like, I'm kind of saying the cliches. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's one of it's one of those that. You're frustrated at him that's happened to. Um, but... I was off my, I was off my seat. I was yeah. like, that's a, that's a, that's a, an absolute banker at a goal. And then you seen one replay, and it was like, how the hell's he missed? And then yeah. you seen it was the last replay, and like you say, you just the keeper just gets his big toe out there, and it's it is a good save, but yeah, he, he should be short. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that would have been perfect because Dundee were Dundee, like you says, the amount of chances that we had. Mulligan, Mulligan had a couple. Jakubiak had a chance. McMullen had a chance. He created himself. We had tons of chances. Yeah. But again, it's again, it's Dundee. Like, no taking chances. Mm-hmm. Shooting myself in the foot. Unacceptable. Yeah. <laughs> Very frustrating. I mean, the only the only thing to shout about in the second half was Mulligan's shot when he just sprinted, that burst of pace, that just pace and power to get the defender off him and then turn inside and hit a shot. Some people moaning that he didn't square it to Robinson, but Robinson had about six boys around him. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I mean uh, Mulligan was not feared to be taking a shot. No. Nah. Which you want to see. You want to see boys willing. You don't want to see teams walking the ball into the back of the net. You want to see boys on the pitch that know where the goal are and they're going to take a shot to see it mm. opening up and he was trying to like say it never happened from but that's what you want to see from from him um, he looked like the only one that was actually up for it like fucking let's go like, like come on I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go he 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 was the only one that looked up for it the other ones just too many players in there kind of drifted and drifted in and out of the game like I said I thought Jakubiak had a good game when he went into the middle and he's hold up play and laying it off the boys I thought it was brilliant yeah I just I, 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 again just baffled at the subby at half time. I don't. I, I just. I, I'd love to know the reason. If he had maybe he took a wee knock or something, or he was feeling his hammy or something. Yeah, great, a precautionary subby. But with Robinson up there on top of his own, he just he was isolated. <coughs> Bless you. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I actually muted there when I was coughing. So oh, all right. <laughs> for all your listeners there, I was actually coughing and yeah. Because honestly, like I said, I'm full of the bloody cow. Um Oh man, I feel like you did, could... you did cover your mouth. That's a good lad. <laughs> I feel like that I can. Um... I've seen that episode of Friends when Phoebe gets the cold and she's like smelly cat. No, no. Nah. Oh. Don't watch that pish. Oh, Paul, me, you're on a sugarly peg here. I'm not kidding. Like, what's happening? Where was the <laughs> man that I asked to come on this pod and co-host with me? Not getting a fuck. He's disappeared. Friends, Jesus. I've got, I've, I've fucking employed a, a bloody hipster. Excuse me. <laughs> I'll be my P forty five in the poster. <laughs> you definitely wear one sock that's different colour to the other and all that. <laughs> Calm down, eh? Calm down. <laughs> I did uh, dye a pair of white skinnies purple once, but that was, <laughs> that was going through a claxons phase. <laughs> the claxons. <laughs> 
It's brilliant. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> That's a fucking cracking story. Speak to me about this then. What no, 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 no. But like I says, I dyed them, and I was actually pretty chuffed that the the stitching on them still stayed white, so they looked even cooler. <laughs> Went to a Claxons gig with my mate Steve and got mad with it. It's great. <laughs> so that you're mad with it beforehand, but dying oh, your white jeans. Oh, what? I was I was worried that the it was going to ruin the washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'm leaving white jeans. White fucking jeans, what, your Bon Jovi or something? White skinnies. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. I think they might have been women's, actually. Well, I can't but, wait. I've made out the worst. I wasn't even thinking they were males, by the way. Straight away when you said white skinny jeans, I was thinking female ones. <laughs> anyway, back, back to the Dundee game. <laughs> I don't even bother about that defeat now. Well, I bloody am. I'm still, I'm, I'm not like you. I've not got over it. I'm, I'm still fucked off. <laughs> oh, going back to your white skinny jeans for a minute, was it not maybe a, a young Johnny Burrell from Razor like that you were? I'm Terminator. No, because no. I thought I want purple skinnies. You can't get purple skinnies anywhere, so I thought I'll get white ones and dye them purple. What a travesty. That doesn't need purple skinnies kicking about. Oh, mate, I was cool as like. <laughs> What a gig. Oh. <laughs> you 100% had a season ticket at the doghouse. <laughs> Actually, no. Nah, nah. nah. No, my scene. No, my scene. You're not in the doghouse. Mm, no. Nah. No, my scene. <laughs> Honestly, who is this man I'm speaking to? Absolute maverick. Well, you probably went to gigs or pubs that need to be heard there. You walked in like wee alleyways and into a wee door and all that, like hidden gigs or something. Mate, I mind I used to have like gig, like multiple gigs every week in and around Dundee. And then all of a sudden, there's nothing now. <laughs> Do you remember like a lot of the pubs up, you know where like the Bank of Scotland is and stuff like that? Wee streets down there. Mm-hmm. Um, was it wee commercial street and all that? Used to be wee pubs up there used to go up. Used to always say like, I mean, half the time they weren't any good, but you just go to because it was a live band. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Those were the days. Yeah. When Dundee had a thriving music scene. Yes. Not really anymore. No. So anyway, so anyway, fucking Dougie Emery <laughs> yeah, got one up against us. I, uh, fair play, like fair play. Yeah. Like, like I said, I mean, I always think with Morton that, like I said, you associate them with being hammer throwers. But yeah. there was loads of very decent, wee, quick, tricky players in that team. Like I was actually impressed. And the boy, the boy Grimshaw in the middle, mate. Yeah. He, he absolutely ran the show. Yeah. I phoned I phoned the old boy at half time. I always like phone him at the half time and full time and basically rant about the game. Should have got him on the pod, he'd be better than me. Um <laughs> but at half time I was like, watch out that boy, he's an absolute player, he'll be man of the match. And he was man of the match, and rightly so. Tell you, I'd love a player. I'd, I'd, I'd love a centre midfielder like that. Mm-hmm. Just come just commands it, runs it, dictates it. He's got pace on him, pa- picks out a pass. He's a tremendous player. Yeah, I was impressed by him. And even um, he's got a big shiny bald head. <laughs> See, now that we've not got Zach running, we need somebody with a, um, I was supposed to say head of hair like that, somebody with a head like that. A baldy napper. Yeah. Glistening in the floodlights. <laughs> with the what rain. A player. What with a player. the rain drizzling down on it. What a player. Very, very impressed. I would, I would, I would be after him in a heartbeat. Like. Mm-hmm. 
But that's my opinion. Yeah. And it was, I honestly felt like it was just literally him against the three of our midfield, centre midfielders. And he was just, he was always in acres of space and there was nobody getting close to him. He was brilliant. Yeah. Even, well, look at some of the subbies. So he took off Maguire. On a big in. Yeah. I still, quite, I'd have kept him on. I would have kept him on just because he's on a book in. Doesn't mean that well, honestly it means he could be set off for the next bad tackle, but mm. he was to me he wasn't really shown that he was going to make a bad tackle. No. They kept him on for a little for a little bit of that second half. But even if he was going to take him off, I don't know what the situation with this with Sean Bum, but this would have been the like for like substitution to try and keep that midfield shored up. Mm. Um but the substitutions kinda killed that game in midfield for us. In my opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, did, I didn't really notice Ben Williamson touching the ball when he came on. No, ben Williamson's not the type of like for like substitution for Maguire. I like Ben Williamson. He's got the trickery about him. And he does get stuck in. But he's not the defensive midfielder that we need in that middle of the park, especially away to Morton. Where we, where we actually should be playing with one for the full 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. I know McGee has done well. But again... I didn't see him as the defensive midfielder that we should have in that position. He was one. He was one that I thought he was having, actually having a no bad game. But yeah. again, he was one of these ones that was just drifting in and out, in and out. And you were like, I, I mean, he had a great. He had a shot in the second half, connected with it sweetly, but it didn't really. Yeah. Just too. I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. Morton played as a team. We never. Yeah, that's... That's what's won the game. To summarise this, this game, this defeat, what Paul just said, that's what happened. That's it. That is exactly it. If you didn't play as a team, then you're fucked. Yeah. And that's... I mean, see if it was me, and it's controversial as it may seem, I'd, I would have took Cameron off and put Robinson on at half-time uh-huh. and stuck Jakubiak out on the left and brought brought Mulligan back in the middle of the park because Mulligan would have had the fucking pace to keep up with this fucking Grimshaw boy and I wouldn't have hooked I wouldn't have hooked the boy Maguire either I know he's on a card yeah fair enough but I mean the first 20 minutes he looked nervy but so did the entire team the entire yeah. team looked nervous and then 20 minutes of your pass you know kind of get a couple of passes together we're looking no bad but then he takes him off and then it was just there was none I, I Mate, you have just bang on with this this entire pod that the subbies fucked it. Mm-hmm. And it's not the first time we've said it, and I don't think it'll be the last time that we speak about substitutions. I just uh, hope that you see more often that they work out than not. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We're not dwelling on the Morton game any longer because it is what it is. Yeah, It's happened. We've been beaten. Fortunately... It was the same night, Queen's Park were playing Riff, and even though there were one goal ahead, Riff managed to clock back and draw one all. So, Riff. yeah, they're only two points ahead of us, still got the game in hand. I hate the saying, I hate, we've used it in the pod now, but I've seen it more often now, and I absolutely hate it. It's in our hands. I hate I, that. Yeah, get that in the bin. Oh, it's in our, wait, it, wait, it's in our own destiny. Yes, destiny. I mean, honestly, I've I got asked to run one on one. That'd be the first thing in, in the bin for me. Cliches now. 
And yeah, I'm done with them. Done with them. Even though just rattled it is what it is. I've done with the cliches. Just purely because of that. Um, it's in their own hands. It's your destiny and all that. I'd want to win this chair. <laughs> oh, that's... That should be... Not even 101, skipped. That should be flung out your window. And... Hey, this is a cracking chair, like, literally cracking. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's got much life left in it. No, it's, it's, no, I'll run it to the ground, like. Well, yeah, we'll hear that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting on the one day where you just, like, disappear for the view of the webcam. It's collapse, like, well, like Del Boy or something at the bar. Well, just your. I'll just see your, I'll just see your slippers. Going yeah. up, <laughs> couple of tins. <laughs> yeah. nah, tins I mean, of, it's, it's, it's sorry, tins of slippers in the air. <laughs> tins of slippers, but it's, but it's right though. I mean, it, this is a yet another week where the results have went in our favour. Yeah, and that's what I'm, I was on about earlier. Like those teams below, like these dropping points to those teams. Like no, <laughs> nah. We, oh. We should be, we should be absolutely clear. I know we've still got the game on, a game in hand. Brilliant, that's great. But we shouldn't be relying on that wee game in hand. You know what I mean? No, I'm just trying to find the scores from um, Saturday. I've got them. Have you? I've got them now anyway. So, oh, I can then. Step on my toes, aren't you? We toe stepper. Yeah, with my slippers. Your slippers and your white. Purplish skinny jeans. <laughs> I'm going to bring them back. <laughs> nah, fuck, I wouldn't have fit in them. Oh. <laughs> That's a chair. Uh, so, Partick beat Air 1 0, fair dues. Um, Coven Abroth 1 0. Doesn't really affect us, really, does it? Irrelevant. Um, yeah, Hamilton, who <laughs> were fucking dead and buried about two months ago. Won 3 0 away to Inverness Cali Fissel, and they've also got them on Tuesday night mm. at Hamilton. So mm-hmm. we've also got Inverness on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Inverness, are they looking too good just now? So I've got their uh, results just up, and the last couple of wins in the league have came against Cove and Arbroath. So they are obviously at the bottom. And actually, yeah, right. So, yeah, the last two wins against Coven Abroad. Before that, the last win, this is only in the league, the last win was against Cove in October. And the last win against teams at the bottom were against Partick on the 7th of October. So, it's safe to say that they're not doing too well. I would just like to say that that result was a bit of a shocker, Rooney like. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think Hamilton have kind of got a few boys in that have revitalised, rejuvenated their team, and it looks like they're way to try and claw their way out the the bottom two. And again, hell, man, that's been forty cliches, <laughs> forty cliches in a row there. Didn't bother about putting the cliches in room one one. Just put me in it because yeah, I think absolutely. I'm, I'm full of it. I'm full of them. I'm disgusted with myself. I feel dirty. Just get rid of me. You should get the cold more often. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've got them coming up. They're not looking too good. But it's that whole thing about Inverness being a wee bit of a bogey team. 
Mm. And obviously they beat us last time up here at Dens. We've also beat them up the road in Inverness. So I'm not want to make any predictions, but we really have to bounce back for this defeat against Morton. It's got to be a win. Got to be a win. Because if I can get the fixtures up for next week, which I'm fucking struggling on because I don't even on the right thing. Um, this is great podcasting, by the way. I mean, how we only winning awards. I don't care how. You're doing great. You're honestly, you're doing great. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Five star rating for that. Absolutely. So get us on trust pilot. <laughs> you've got um, Abruf against Partick, us against Cali, and Hamilton against Queens Park. So the way Hamilton are going. This could be a good chance, but we said that fucking last pod, this could be a good chance to go top, so I'm not saying that again. And not no. against Cove. So there's games there that if somebody slips up, somebody can go a good few points ahead through the league. I think I'm only looking at Dundee. Um, but there's a lot of banana skins in them fixtures. Yep. Most well, notable yours. Two sacks, Danny. Oof. That's better. Is that the San Miguel? No, it's a wee bit of Moretti. I don't know why, I just fancied that. I mean, I seen him in the shops, you know, the San Miguel was next to the bit of Moretti, but I just thought, ah, I'm just going to get a bit of Moretti. <laughs> Variety be, is the spice of life. You'll be there on the ground soon. I certainly will be. <laughs> anyway, the Inverness game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, a... they'll, they'll, be, they'll be hurting. I mean, generally, they'll be hurting after that humiliation. At mm. home to the hands of Hamilton. Their fans have Who's been that for rid- an alliteration. I know, but their fans have been wanting rid of Billy Dodds for a good wee while. So, yeah, we Billy know, must stay. I know, we Billy <laughs> must stay. I mean, we all know it's not going the way it should be. Well, the way they feel it should be going. I think they are only a few points away from getting caught for COVID. Like, I think they're, so. There will be ninth, eighth. How many fucking teams are in this league actually? Oh, about twenty-five. I am having a nightmare here. No, they're they're about what's that six? They're six ahead of. Hmm. Right. Okay. Got a game in hand as well. Cali. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think they'll be caught. No, but there's that we find that you know what? A couple of wee victories for the team below them put them under a lot more pressure that they're on. Um, hopefully we're the ones that add to it. I didn't even care where I'm going with this. Just stop speaking about Cali and their problems. <laughs> have, you had, have you had like a couple of cold and flu tablets or something? Just the Bairns Carpel. Ah, oh, right, because they're just, they're full of caffeine. You're absolutely fleeing, mate. Buzzing. Buzzing. I feel like I'm at a Klaxon's gig. <laughs> uh, if I spilled Carpel on my purple trousers, you wouldn't even know. <laughs> yeah, how did you know just do that then? Oh, probably would have cost us about 300 quid. <laughs> You're only allowed to buy like two bottles at a time or something. Yeah. <laughs> be around every chemist in Dundee. <laughs> oh, mate, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, right, so Everness, I mean, they'll... <laughs> right, I'll, get, I'll get back on track. I'll get back on track here. I mean, they, they'll, I think they'll be wanting to make amends. Yeah. And like you said, definitely just get back on track. Um. After I'm that hoping, defeat to Hamilton, but I'm hoping uh, they have got one eye on the Scottish Cup because they have got a great chance of getting to a semi final. Mm. So, uh, hopefully, the the players are kind of taking their eye off the ball, which might have happened on Saturday, and hopefully that continues. Yeah. And also, it's a midweek tie down at Dundee, 
So there's a traveler involved. So <clears throat> we will be looking to bounce back for that defeat. I mean, the thing, see, 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 see for me, like obviously, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, we'll be looking to bounce back. But I don't think we should be going into the game. Or the, I mean, if I was playing, I'd probably take my frustrations out on Inverness. But I, I don't think the players should be going there to take it the first if they are frustrated because um, they end up making mistakes. They need to just go in there, like, and just go right. Let's just get the job done. Doesn't yeah. matter how it doesn't matter how you get it done. Just get it done. Hopefully it's not frustrating, but just a point to prove. Hmm. Just so get, again, use the implement the tactics that other teams use against us. Yeah. Say we, it all the bloody time. We'll all see changes for this game. No doubt about it. We'll all see changes. That's the thing that annoys me as well. It's just this. Oh. It, 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 like the the way that Dundee chop and change, and there's no consistency in the lineups and all that. It's, it's, it trans, you know, that transfers to the the way we're performing in the league. Mm-hmm. But um, um, we're looking at positive changes. So okay. I'm all looking at Robinson for Kwame Thomas, who obviously came off injured. And I can't, well, I've not seen that injury update on him. But I think they put it down as a head knock. So done uh, extra substitution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're going to, I think that's concussion like. But he went off on his shoulder. But <laughs> I don't know. Um, so did the United keeper on. <laughs> he went off full of shame. That's what he went off with. Absolutely. Shame and embarrassment. Dug me. <laughs> but um, the, uh, I think we will see changes that way. Because we might see another change in midfield. Maybe Luke McCowan coming in. Or maybe well again. Nah. McCowan's kind of went off the boil a bit. But we'll see one or two, definitely. Because, I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd like to see Wee Tolly getting a go. Mm-hmm. But I mean the way the way Mulligan came on there, and you were kind of like Mulligan left mid. Pfft, what? But he looked dangerous. He looked dangerous cutting in on his right. I thought yeah. I'd, I'd, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing him starting if if that's if that's the way that he is going to play. Because I mean I know he does go kind of or he did go hot and cold, hot and cold. And we were saying oh he needs to spell out the team and da da da, and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> Sorry, Paul's just watching me <laughs> cough up my guts on the webcam again. I'm trying to be, dis- I'm trying I don't to be discreet even about that. I don't even think you muted that there. I thought I did. <laughs> we, well, it's getting kept in because I'm over it. I heard that. you. I heard you. So everybody else heard you. But anyway, the way the way <laughs> if Mulligan plays like that, then yeah, he'll keep, he'll be dangerous. Like, mm. but yeah, we we shall see. We just have to start this game better than we have the past few games. That's all we've got today. Because let's, if we start this game and we're on the back foot after the first couple of minutes, we could be running into the same problems we'll have. And again, the probably would have to be made if that's the case, but we will be looking at more substitutions coming on and more changes, <laughs> um, enforced changes. So let's try and get the, the right team out for this game. This is going to be a hard one against Cali. Cali are a hard team to play against, especially us. Um, They are a very physical team also, and they've got Billy Mackay up top, who has certainly found um, a runner form and knocking the ball back in the net. Obviously had that uh, that wee stigma about him that he got teams relegated for a wee while, but... Yeah, he did. (laughs) He's finding finding the form again. Who who was it again? It was Cali, United Ross County or something like... Mm. Was it like three seasons on the trot, but he's kind of shooking that off and he's now putting the, the ball back in the net again. So 
he's the one to if you keep him quiet and just stand up tall and then I got bullied. I thought we weren't going to highlight players, Danny. Sick. Too late. It's the caffeine. It's the kill pulse kicked in. <laughs> you, you need to lay off that. <laughs> too much. You're not going to sleep tonight. Ping in. Honestly, scrapers off the, the roof. So. <laughs> I never knew we've actually got a game on Tuesday as well. Home to Partick. Which, again, when you look at it, the fixtures... Home to Cali, then home to Partick. It's like they have two tough games. But Partick, I'm not looking to. This is this is the worry here, Paul. This is what may make a point of. These I know you know what you're about to say. And I guarantee you, every single Dundee fan is feeling the exact same way. Yeah. Coming up against two teams that are utter shite. Mm-hmm. Can you know I win I'm... for Can I win for Toffee? And and then you you've got Dundee at home. Yeah. Who need the points? Mm. Yeah. No, what I'm glad about last week when we done the podcast, I wish I was looking at my phone because we could have done a little bit. No, uh, oh, breaking news: Justin Ian McCall has been sacked by Partick because we were oh, recording at the time. Mate, I think it was like quarter past eight that the, the, the yeah. put the announcement out. We'd obviously started recording at eight o'clock. <laughs> it's like, and what? Me and you were in full flow. I know. God, Jobby McCallowski. Gutted. Shame. Gutted. Absolutely gutted. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't seem like the whoever they've got in charge. I don't know who they have put in charge. But it's, did you see their statement? Like it's, it's kind of like they've came out saying it's not money, but the money they have spent, they should be doing better. So kind of like cutting it's the losses much a, now and trying to... Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much a twos up. Yeah. But both of them are going to be tough games. But realistically, we have to be looking at a six-pointer here in the next mm. two games. Because what, what's the, again, going back to the cliches here, but I've seen it. My mate's been putting it on Twitter quite a lot, uh, Scott McMurchie. He's been saying, win all your home games. That'll take care of itself. That's all you got to do. Yeah. And then pick up, I've said it before, win all your home games. And then you pick up points on the road here and there. Yeah. I mean, I know I was saying earlier, oh, God, we want to beat... Martin away, but I mean, there are games away from home where you would go, come on, take a point here, cool. Uh-huh. But, mate, that, that is exactly it. I mean, I, obviously, I don't expect Dundee to win every single league game. <laughs> yeah, well, you've heard your predictions every single podcast. Exactly, and I'm going 5 0, 6 0, 7 0. Um, but that's it. I mean, just win these home games. Just win, mm. just these two games. That that puts us right. We are we are on our way. We're on yeah. our way. We we get these six points here. We are. I think we'll be looking good. That's oh. it. Because we have to kickstart the season sooner mm-hmm. than later, and it's never. This is the perfect time to do it. Like I say, two home games, and it's quick succession. You know what I mean? We could be looking at <clears throat> potentially being so many points ahead of the league. Well, many ever, games ever are left. Else. Many games are left. Twelve or something. I think there's 12, 12 or 13. I don't think it's any lower than that. See, this is the so, thing, like, you want, you want to get the, you want to get the, you want to get going. Yeah. There's fucking 12 games left. They should have been getting going about 12 games ago. <laughs> we did. Kinda. Kinda. But <laughs> Kinda. it's just, again, it's just stupid drop points against pish opposition mm-hmm. that we really should be putting teams away. 
like other teams have been doing throughout the season, given teams five and six and that, that we just didn't do. Yeah. It's mind-blowing, eh? Absolutely mind-blowing. Regardless of how the season ends, we'll obviously do an end-of-season review, and I think we'll look at games that (laughs) we feel like we should have... I'll be box office. Yeah. I mean, games that we should have won that, but basically spurned all our chances and gifted goals and... And everything, but that's end of the season. Hopefully, it's a fucking joyous one when I say it. But um, I fingers crossed it will be. And a yeah. part of me feels that obviously we will win. We will win the league. Personally, though, and this might be controversial as fuck, but if <clears throat> if we are to go up via the the playoff, I, I, I don't know. It's just a part of me feels like that's just no good enough. Like no. I, I feel like we should be absolutely romping this league. No, I, I'm we on that one. I know we've said from the start, well, we're going to get carried away. We don't think we've got a God-given right to, to be winning the league. We should be top. No. But now that we're seeing the way we can play, the way players can play, <clears throat> individual performances and, you know, and, and even games that we've been beaten, we've looked at and thought, well, how did we get beaten? How that? did we, we get beat? How did we get yeah, beat? We've had about five or six mistakes. chances, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just, yeah. That's when you start looking back and thinking, we should really be there. Not, not like fucking win it already, but we should really be top and looking back, no how about even having to look behind us, like ah. worrying. I'm not saying again that we should be about like fucking five, six, seven, eight points ahead of people, but we should I be do. top. And- <laughs> no, I genuinely do, because there's games that we've drawn or lost mm-hmm. that we should just never have done. And the thing was, I mean, you, you know as well as I do, um, sorry, say that again, everybody knows that I hate target mine football. I, I hate it, right? And then, see when Kwame Thomas went off, okay, there was a wee bit of target man to Jakubi out, he was doing well, but McFadden hit the nail on the head, bang on with his commentary. He was like, there's Dundee's attackers getting into the game now, two passes and they're up the pitch. Yeah. Two passes, two passes. And I've said it for weeks and weeks, that if we get the ball in the deck, we could rip teams apart. And yeah. obviously other people are seeing it, but you still want to resort, we're playing a high ball up to a fucking dumpling. Yeah, no big fan of it. I'm not a big fan of the, the punt the bar up, but you I hate tar- shite. So you hate target men, so you must hate Willie Faulkner. No, I mean, come on, mate. I just, but that, that, just that style of football, no, not nah, yeah. for me. It just reminds me of teams like Stoke. You know what I mean? Pish. It's no style of football that you win this league with. I mean, I know, like, look, we win one now, great. I'm no fucked about getting entertained in that. I just want to, I want to see the team playing to the best of their ability and I think long balls isn't it <laughs> sorry I feel like I'm way go off on man modes I'm really sorry but it's just it's, 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 it's rubbish we we can rip teams apart with a couple I mean look at that that goal against Falkirk uh, Cameron second there was about four or five one touch passes boom 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 ripped apart in the net brilliant it just there needs to be more of that and less of this hoof in it yeah. it's no Sunday league what, um, oh God, where'd that come from? I'm, I'm a taken back here. I, I love it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's shite. Honestly, I'm, this, I'm, yeah, anyway. This microphone's red hot. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I said this wasn't going to be scathing, but yeah. <laughs> right, that, that's all for it. That's all for it. Like, that's you, that. you know one thing? Like, I've also had my wee rant in the chat that me and you are in on the, the Friday night, but... This league is notorious for being like you can have the best team. 
well, I mean, they're the best team in the world in this league. You would drop it, but you could have a really good team in this league and still struggle to go up because it is. It's just a, a league that the teams here will just fucking play. If you're if your favourite, they're up in their game against you. Yeah, you know, mate, mate, mate. It's, it's, it's always good. We're going to get results like this and it's going to happen. It's just shite when it does because you can, Dundee can do better, but it happens. Look, look at the way that Morton celebrated at the full time. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, was yeah. like it was like they'd won the World Cup. Yep. That's what it was like. And that's probably what it means to them, getting one over the favourites. Mm-hmm. It, it, so it was a scalp. So see, the thing is, if we are the favourites, then let's fucking show it. Yeah. Let's bury these teams. Yep. That is it. Then it'd be shiting yourself because a boy's went to go through you. Just fucking go through him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, nah, 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 there was too many shite bags. Ah, uh, uh, nah, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> there was a part, and if any, I watched I watched the 90 minutes again. I cannot believe it did, but I did. And see, there was a part, the camera pans over, and I think it's just after their goal, and McGee is going, right, come on. And he's, you know, doing that with his hand, like, come on. See, to me, I was completely uninspired. Mm-hmm. You wanted somebody like absolutely berating Abdi and shouting like, come on, like a kind of like a gouser kind of guy to get the yeah. boys going. Do you know what I mean? But seeing yeah. him doing that, I was kind of like, what? That. I can't believe you went to watch the full 90 minutes. I, went, you... I watched the highlights and then I was like, you know what, stuff it, I'm just going to watch mm-hmm. it. I take it you'd already painted on the walls in your, in your uh, house so you didn't have to, you had spare time. Dogs had been walked, everything. <laughs> Hoovered, done. Couple of washes, done. Let's get the football in. Who wants to watch fucking Man United and Leicester? Nah. Ah, uh, you've been a good, you've been a good house husband. Oh, I'm, I'm the best. Like, <laughs> listen. Anyway, that's it. We've ranted. We've, we've fucking shouted. We've swore. We've, yeah, I, I, can't, I just can't believe it took me nearly an hour to get all that off my chest. <laughs> Look, we've seen sense, we've no made sense. We've you know we've, we've had other emotions in this podcast. Here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. But we'll finish this podcast. I'm, I'm gonna move away from the results in the upcoming games. I'm going to Paul's favourite time of the pod, and it's no the, the very last second to end. It's the D archive. Quality, let's do it. <clears throat> so this one, the first one, twentieth of February. We played Motherwell in the Scottish Cup fourth round at Dens Park. Jockey Scott was in charge. 1988. Ian Angus, That's us. Straight to the next round. Hey. Next game. EI. Yep. <laughs> next game also against Motherwell. This time 2015. Paul McGinn after 12 minutes. I think it was kind of a, a cross come shot, if I remember rightly. Uh, put it in the back of the net and that was it. Dundee won. Quality. Yep. Not bad player, not bad. I liked him, kind of underrated, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always think there was a wee bit about him leaving. I'm always led to believe that he wanted to stay, but there was no offer or something like that. Mm. God knows, it was, what was that? Fucking... It's probably a lot, of it, a lot of that going on, probably, yeah. just now, actually. But... It was six, six years ago, no matter, I start digging old graves, I'm a wee probably misinformation that. Probably was nothing to do with it. Maybe, maybe just didn't <laughs> like Dundee. It's yeah. the city. No, this is this is a good one. So we beat Aberdeen two 0 in the Scottish Cup. Another Scottish Cup fourth round, two thousand and three. Stuart, says Stuart, Steve Lovell and Nacho Novo. But most notable, 
would be the save from Julian Spironi. Possibly. Save. No. See Kyle Leffram's save in the game that we went up against Dumbarton. Mm. Was a fine save, fantastic save to be. Like I'm not trying to downplay it, and obviously the importance of it mm-hmm. was like just fucking a strong like it. But I've never seen a keeper move the body like that the way Spironi did for this one. He was going one way and still managed to bloody claw the bar back on the and that, that went the other way. Just, it was, un- just unbelievable. Yeah. Every now and then it pops up on somebody you'll tweet at or oh, be on Facebook. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just. It, uh, when you see if you're behind the goal, you're just like, how the hell has he got that? How yeah. the hell has he got that? I send that from time to time with my old boy going, ah, you would have caught that, Dad. <laughs> Wasn't he, he good to save us what everybody else thinks it is? He would have caught it, one hand. He would have caught it. Yeah, like Pat Jennings. <laughs> the cat. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> We've got a birthday on the 23rd of February. Killian Sheridan. Happy birthday, mate. 34. Fred, he's celebrating his birthday with a moon boot on. A Stone Island moon boot. A Stone Island one of us. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, if the boy's injured, he's injured in style. Uh, you know what? Obviously, I've had my goes about him, but see, seeing him going down in that game like that, it was, it, it was heartbroken for him. Yeah. I, really, yeah. I genuinely was seeing him like battering the floor and that. That was shit. Well, you can what? It's because a few games prior to that, he was actually looking not too bad coming on. Mm. Like so, to see that happen, and you know what? See when he did go down, there was some people that just kind of—I think it was more of the case of—I wasn't a pure laugh, if you know what I mean. But it was more or less a <laughs> that's him injured again because mm-hmm. there's also that kind of running joke that he's always injured. Um, just which, really unfortunate, like really yeah. unfortunate. I know. He, I think, he he knew he knew himself like oh, yeah. just the way he reacted, and that's uh, yeah, that was a shame. Yeah. Well, actually, I never spoke about it in the other pods, eh? so mostly I uh, will wish him a speedy recovery, but it doesn't look too good. Um, yeah. But I'm pretty sure just as long as he takes off his Stone Island badge when he's going to, into the pubs, he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, the 24th, we signed wee John Robertson on loan from Hips, Hearts. Do apologise. <laughs> um, I don't know why I was thinking bloody um, Hibs there. Obviously, thankfully, there's probably not one Hearts fan that listens to this, so they'll not get offended. He Actually, there is. Is there? We've got a Hearts fan listening. Yeah, my missus is old man. Oh, does he listen? Like Desi. <laughs> He's Derek as well. Well, that's me getting fucking blacklisted for any future uh, Paul Gray events that's happening. Absolutely. <laughs> he, um, he only played four times for Dundee. I think it was just a short like month loan. Four times and he scored a goal and a win against Hamilton. Um, I think, now I can just double check, he never had a good few words to say about Dundee's fans. He once called the Dundee fans the fans from hell. Oh, did he now? Yes, and I've actually got the article because <laughs> when he was warming up when he signed for us, Dundee fans and the Berry just kept giving him pelters about Albert Kidd because he was also a Hearts player at the time. <laughs> That's dude, that's not enough to warrant some calling somebody <laughs> calling fans the fans from hell. Yeah, yeah. He put his his actual quote. I've got it here. The crowd are hell. Their team's eight or nine games away from winning the championship, and they don't seem to care. Just give him abuse. <laughs> that sounds like no. 
But here's That's another brilliant. one. Here's another one. Um, if Hearts were about to win the championship, any championship, which never, because also done, they stopped them. Boom! <laughs> Our fans would be cheering to the rafters to support the team, but Dundee fans are very, very quiet and just seem to want to get on the players' backs. Hmm. I had a nice welcome from them. Then after 10 minutes, they reminded me of a certain adult kid. And then a few of the young boys were shouting things like, Hearts reject. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, that's brilliant. Amazing. Oh, you made, you got to send me that. That's oh. brilliant. That is amazing. <laughs> oh, geez. It's actually, that was um, on the 28th of February, so, uh, or the 27th, actually. I'm going to post that on the DR archive. Oh, wow. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Cool, yeah. I feel like the next couple of ones, are they going to stand up to that at all? There's definitely not going to stand no, up to it. definitely not. <laughs> So we're going to try anyway. So the 25th of February, 1911, Dundee continued their uh, defence of the Scottish Cup with a 2-1 win against Rangers at Dens Park in the third round. There's no no many times I can say Dundee have continued their defence of anything. So I'm taking that one. Oh, definitely take that. (laughs) (laughs) And last but not least, the 26th. Now, what have we got here? Again, it's a fucking obscure one because there was no much happening. 6 1 against St Johnston, 1938. Um, Harry, <laughs> <laughs> Harry McMenemy uh, with what two. A player. What a player. Alfred Baxter, Big Baxy, we oh, two. Somebody. Um, John Laurie, we won. Jono. And I'll get this in right. You're the only one to pull me up on this one last week, by the way. Archie Coates. Coates. Yeah. <laughs> Big Coatsy got one. Not, not Archie Knox. He's no, not, he's not uh, a fucking time traveller. Only one to pull me up on that. <laughs> I see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, brilliant, mate. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. <laughs> but that's it. I thought the John Robinson <clears throat> was fantastic. Totally forgot about that. France from hell. Then I read his interview. So I've got to speak about this. That's great. Can't believe I've never seen that. I probably have, but I've totally forgot about that. That's brilliant. <laughs> just love the fact that we brought a striker, a striker in to help us win that league, and we've done nothing but game abuse. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, typical Dundee fans. <laughs> but I do think at the end, I might have an article as well that at the end when he left, he was more like, "Oh, I enjoyed my time here" and stuff like that. Eh? So. <laughs> <laughs> But that's it, Paul. That's your DI the archive filling for this week. So Love it. that's that's us. I've got nothing else to speak about. Hmm. That's me. I've got something to speak about though. <laughs> Fire on, when you go. It, it, it's actually when I've been sat looking at this kind of bit of Moretti, I realise you know why I bought the bit of Moretti. <laughs> so if, it's a wee question to the the uh, Arab fans that listen to the podcast, and there is a few. There is a few, don't lie. <coughs> Mike, Mike. <coughs> Mike Young. <clears throat> uh, there's a good few, yes. But why have you got a Baramalretti flag? Why? Mm-hmm. Like, just why? Like, you've got the Baramalretti logo with Dundee United on it. It's an absolute fucking minter. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> 
was. <laughs> if anybody's seen that video, and it's not just me thinking it, there's countless folk that are asking, is that a Birmarati? Why is it Birmarati? Like, what, watch the video. And secondly, what's the song that they're singing? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what, what's the significance, what's the lyrics. I'll, I'll let you hear it. It goes like this. <laughs> It goes like that. Wait, what, what, what is that all about? Because I'd really love to know. Answers, like on a, answers on a postcard to Grazer at the Up With The Bonnets podcast, please. I love how you're getting your back up about something alcohol-related. It's absolute nonsense. <laughs> they call us the fun. <laughs> what? Watch that video. Incredible stuff. That's I'll, love you. I'll love you watching it. I'm, I'm after my bed. I'm careful after this. Well, I'll send you it. You watch it. <laughs> but well, that's it. That's it for us this week, Paul. Again. We got it's, there. It's been a pleasure. As always. We've actually managed to string a suit for just under nearly 10 minutes. Done well. And that's an episode about getting pumped 1 0 for Morton. Getting pumped 1 0. You've got the cold. <sighs> Bloody hell, we've done well, mate. We'll have. We'll have. So we'll obviously be back next week. We'll be speaking about, obviously, the Inverness game, the Partick game, and whoever we've got after that, because I've not looked at the fixtures, so it is what it is. It is what it is. (laughs) Catch us all later.